Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you. On a Tuesday morning, thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get your podcast from. Appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon, Churn and Spoon, Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive through over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Newton. Although it would fit. Ah, yes. I've spent many a night in Newton. Just right down the road from uh, the great East Central Community College. Yeah. Um, If you didn't want Subway or Wards, you had the opportunity to go to Newton. You could have a nice uh, meal at Zach Garvin's. Mm. Or um, you could go to McDonald's or Wendy's. There you go. And they had a Walmart. Yeah. And every now and then, if you had the right person in the convenience store, you could get some beer underage. Of course, I never did any Never did that under any circumstances. I I knew people that did. Right. Well, we'll have, hopefully they've asked for forgiveness. Uh, Wherever you live in our great state, if you need Strange Brew Coffee and you can't get to Starville or Tupelo, you can just have it shipped to you. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. And order a coffee there. You can also order all all the great gift ideas they have there. You can hey, look, we're getting well. Hi, the low tomorrow is thirty five. They got Ooh. the best hot chocolate at Strange Brew Coffee House. You can order it at the two locations, or you can order it online and make it yourself. It's fantastic at Strange Brew Coffee House. College Corner and CollegeCornerStore.com is the place to find maroon and white merchandise you can't find just anywhere else. You can only find it at College Corner. They have the biggest and best selection of it in central Mississippi. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. You can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco is Starville's best Mexican restaurant. It's Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. It's Taco Tuesday. But every day is Taco Tuesday at Humble Taco. They got the best tacos in town, and they got tacos you cannot get anywhere else. So if you're tired of the same old, same old with your Mexican food, you want to do something different, you want to spice it up a little bit, Head over to Humble Taco and find out what I'm talking about right there. We're about midway through First Responders Month over at Firehouse Subs. Again, that is a great program that they run. If you follow them on Twitter, they had some uh, some some photos and stories today of the good they've done in random communities. Not random, but in communities across the state here. And I want to remind you that when you go to uh, Firehouse this month, you can buy a medallion for up to $25, which supports the Firehouse Hub's Public Safety Foundation. They provide all that grant, all the grants for the equipment and the training that our community fire departments and, and, and essential services are using. And in this state alone, they, Firehouse has been able to donate over $800,000. That's a lot of money from sandwiches. 
Locations in Starville and Oxford, Columbus, Tupelo, Flowood, and Madison. Go by and get a prime rib sub today at Firehouse Subs. Brian, before you start, yeah. what is your what is your process whenever the weather gets this way? You know, it's it's kind of like you know, 75, mm-hmm. 80 degrees during the day. Mm-hmm. So it warms up to where it's, it's not quite cool enough to where you can turn the air off. Mm-hmm. But it, then it gets cold. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you got to turn the heat on. I, I think I know where you're going. But t- tell me your process. So with our first two cats, and there's, there, I promise there's an answer here. Samson and Agamemnon, they didn't really fool with the windows too much. So like tonight would be prime. Oh, let's turn off the air, turn off the heat, just crack the windows and it'll be nice and chilly in here. Right. Love that. Love waking up. You know, even when the, the air conditioner is off, the thermostat is still on in my house. You can see the temperature. I love getting up in the morning. It's like 61 in the house. Just <laughs> a thing of beauty. There's always blankets is what I tell my kids. It's always well blankets. executed. So, well executed. That said for me with these, with the new younger cats that we have, they will. They they have found a way out of the window. So unless we just crack them, which we might do, but right now is no heat, no air kind of situation. It's it's cold enough outside that the house won't be hot, or it's going to get that way this week. So and as for me personally, I love the cold. I'll still be wearing shorts and uh, and short sleeves until up until like if I have to go out at night, I'll put on a jacket and maybe some long and some jeans or something. But during the day when it's sixty, I love it. I love it. Well, when I sleep at night, the room has to be 70 or below. 70? Why, yeah, why, that, that's, why as so high high? As it, that's as high as it can get, 70 degrees. I hear you. Uh, even in, even when it's cold, uh, my, my heater is on 68 mm-hmm. um, or 67. So the next few days is going to be great because the air and the heat is not going to run at all. And right. as a dad that's, that's you trying to be energy, you you're trying to be energy efficient. You're not trying to spend a lot of money. This is like the perfect time. This is because the time it, for that. The summer it, is not the time for energy efficiency. No. The summer no. is the time where 64 is what I sleep at. I put it at 64. Let's be cold. I mean, I want, I want to be cold. I don't get I that low. like a bear. I don't, I don't get that low, but I mean, I can feel you. That's why I laugh when I see these articles that come out and they're like, you should set your thermostat at 82. I'm like, I would, I would rather just be waterboarded. My grandmother, pull my fingernails out. My grandmother who takes, you know, the blood thinning yeah. uh, medicine and oh, stuff. It's like, she's freezing all the time. Not yeah. even she keeps it on 78. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Hers is like on 76, which when I walk into her room and I immediately start sweating. Yeah. But that's, that's kind of, that's the, kind uh, of where Mississippi we are. Highway department. Uh, the Highway Patrol Department the other day. Oh, God, bless your heart. I have no... First off, no, no. Let's give them some credit. Very efficient now. COVID Are allowed they? them to make things efficient. Like, you go in, they give you a number, and you're... I was I, That was the first time I'd ever been in there, and I was the only one in there. It was me and my daughter. But what I was going to say is hot, hot in there. Miss, state of Mississippi. I don't know who the Department of Public Transportation or whoever's over those guys, but man, let them turn the AC down in there. It was hot. Yeah, they 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 do not update that place very often. I think. No, they don't. I, I haven't been in there since 2019, the day before the Super Regionals. Yeah, oh. and I went in there. There was like 50 people in line. They they're doing a much and better job now. Very efficient, I thought. I got a number. I went back to Mississippi State to do the press conference, wrote mm-hmm. all my stories, and then went back there, and I was still like 20 minutes out. <laughs> it happened. I mean, it was it was awful. Yeah, 
All right, let's jump into sports. You were at Mike Leach's press conference today. I assume it's the same as it always was. I'm, I'm not short even, today. I'm not going to comment on anything negative, Brian. There was like 10 people today that were mad that I've been saying that been complaining about Mike Leach's, Leach's pressure. Oh, my God. I'm not going to say anything bad. Was it short or am I just wrong? It felt no, like it was very much questions. short. No, yeah. it was short. Um, I mean, is that from I'll, 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 we're just going to be factual here. When I asked you, did y'all get the vibe he wasn't going to give you anything today? And you're just like, what's what's the point? Or were, you know, they're good questions, and, and how did it work? Well, some of them were good questions. And, were, I mean, I, I thought I, – I have been wondering about his coaching tree. He was asked about that today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Steph had had asked about it. The question had been brought up about Josh Heupel, and Steph had kind of followed up about Josh Heupel and Sonny Dykes and some of those guys. And – um he he went into that a little bit. Uh, I would love to to know where he believes, and maybe he wouldn't be able to be objective on this. I don't know. I would love to know where he believes um, his coaching tree stacks up because to me, it's Good. it's only Saban is probably better. Yeah, and I mean he yeah, has who, some who has he has some arguments for number in one his, in his group. Um, Lincoln Riley doesn't. No, I mean, and that's that's what puts Saban ahead of him is he has yeah. national championship coaches. It's two, yeah, he has two of those guys. But I mean, he's I mean, you look at his his group and it's yeah. extensive. Do we do we call Kiffin part of the Saban tree? Because he had been yeah. a head coach when he got to Saban. No, but people people include him. But Same he's with not. Sarkeesian. Yeah, they they were they were in the rehab. Right. The Saban like Fisher rehab had, ne- had was an assistant under Saban. And had yes. not been a head coach. Uh, those those are the smart. ones. Yeah, those Louis are the Napier. ones that I count. Yeah, I mean, you got to include the bad too. Jeremy Pruitt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Muschamp. Muschamp is uh, a Saban guy. You can count him. And and in one in one hand, I'm saying he's a highly successful defensive coordinator. He's a great defensive coordinator. He's a bad so, head coach. Lots of them. Exist. I mean, I can't really fault Saban for that. But yeah, I think. I think it's up there. I think his tree is up there with anybody outside of Nick I'm Saban. At, at this point, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with it's you. incredible what those guys are doing. All right. Let's talk about the rumor mill, which is the only way we get injury talk on here. But Dylan Johnson, a lot of talk going around about he, he's had a severe injury. Have you heard anything? Obviously, we can't confirm anything, but we can speculate. I have not heard anything outside of message boards that suggest that it's serious. Mm-hmm. Everything he came that back heard, in the game. Yeah, everything that I've heard is it's a um, it's a minor knee injury mm-hmm. that he should probably miss a couple of games, maybe three games. I'm expecting him back. I have not heard anything from any from anybody uh, that I trust that suggests that he's done for the year. <clears throat> and I know that was a rumor going around that he wasn't going to play the rest of the season, but that that's not what I'm that's not what I'm gathering. I think he's going to be out for sure this week. Probably Auburn too, which let's be honest, that there with him or without him this week is probably is what it is, mm-hmm. and probably the same against Auburn. Um, they showed some signs of life against Ole Miss, but you know I, I still think you can win that game without it. Yeah. So if you, there's no Dean rushing him back, and really, you know. You're probably going to ask about LaQuinston Sharp too. I don't think his is any is serious either. Right. But that's a guy. If he is, if he's not, 
ready to go like in full, I'm not throwing him back out there either this week. To go up against that defensive line and get and risk further damage, I, I'd I'd be willing to to run with the crew that you had for the rest of the ball game against Kentucky. The other injury news is the good kind. It, it appears there's a lot of smoke that Jaden Crumity could be back on the field this weekend. Yeah, I haven't heard anything a hundred percent on that, but I think he's very close. And this is a this is a great development for Mississippi State, uh, especially you know Dylan Johnson. It could be good for him too. I mean, I, I'm not going to say an injury is good for you, but just having a chance to rest. I mean, he's been taking a beating all year. Give that dude a, a rest for two or three weeks and bring him back and have him ready to roll for the back half of the schedule. I think that's huge for Mississippi State. Same thing for, for Jaden Crumity. State has been searching for more help up front. Mm-hmm. And this is a guy that has not taken any guy. hits. He hasn't taken any hits this year. Yeah. Um, he's been hurt for a long time. Now, he's going to be rusty when he gets back. That's why you would like for him – even in this game, I would like for him to get some reps. Yeah, if he's play ready this to game, go. then have a week of practice, and yeah. then you come back for Auburn. And listen, State, too, they got to do a better job with these uh, these rotations. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like th- there's no need in, in just wearing guys like Cam Young down. I mean, you have players out there that are capable of coming in and giving those guys a rest. Randy Charlton – Give him a rest. Jaden mm-hmm. Crumity, when he gets back, ro- keep the rotations going. I feel like they kind of get lost in that. It's almost like, you know, how Ben Howland was whenever he had Robert Woodard and those guys and he wouldn't play him for an entire yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, um, I think State's got to do a better job. They have bodies. You know, J.P. Purvis, he needs to be getting more reps. I think that's going to be better for the defense long-term this season if you're able to start rotating those guys a little more. And when Jaden Crumity gets back, you should be able to rotate those guys in and out pretty regularly. But I, I definitely think he's going to help them yeah. from a run from a run stopping perspective for sure. And then of course and and pass rushing as well. He's going to free up some guys, I think, but especially in, in run stopping, which is where state has kind of struggled the last few weeks. I agree. I agree with you 100%. We'll talk a lot more about Alabama obviously as the week goes along. Uh, the line came out, I think we mentioned yesterday, 21 points. I haven't seen if it's if it's been adjusted at this point. My guess is I would imagine it's just going to continue to push out. I, I feel like... There's no way it's getting closer. No, no. I feel like by the end of the week, it's it's still at 21 as I'm looking here. I look at, I always look at Bovada's website. It's it's just easy to, easy to read. Um, I think it's going to be like 24, 25 points, though, by the time we get to Friday. If I, if I had to guess, that's money's going to start pouring in on Alabama. I would think at some point, but it just kind of is what it is on that one. Anything else stand out to you today that that we're not talking about? No. We had Godfather's Pizza for lunch. How was that? I still haven't eaten there. It's it's, it's good. Um, You try it out. It reminds me of Pizza Hut. I mean, I like Pizza Hut, so that's fine. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll give it a try. um, Give it a try. So, I mean, I have no complaints about the place. you know, there, it's hard to find for me bad pizza at these places. Yeah, most of these places are you got to really like, screw it up. I mean, you you have to be just you know throwing you what, on some bad ingredients and stuff. Board, board Town gets better every time I go there. Oh Lord, I, I went there. Just good there, and they got wings I went there. Now. Last, 
Did you see that? Oh, do they? They have wings now. Yeah. How did I miss that? It's down because the menu. I, it's they're, they're just, on there though. I wonder if they listened to our suggestion. Another Starkful business making million dollar ideas off our sweat. And look, folks, we're we're not out there to be negative. We're not out there to criticize what you're doing. We're there to make you better. We're here to help. If you need to, if you need to hire us, we'll take a little change on the side. Thunder and lightning consultants. But a lot of times we're just do, we're just doing this for free for our stomachs. Yeah. I, I wanted there, wings. Uh, now we can get them. All right, so we need to go to Boardtown soon and get get pizza and wings. Oh yeah, I went there on Friday for lunch. Me and Becky went and good. I mean, they have they have you can get a half salad with a a full pizza. That's and it's killer. The salad's incredible. Yeah, the pizza is outstanding. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have one of my favorite appetizers so in town at at Boardtown. The uh, Buffalo blue cheese French fries. Oh, I hadn't had that. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely the, getting wings next time I go though. They have the fries. They have two kinds of fries. They have the kind that drizzle with hot honey, which are okay. But the buffalo sauce, and I like blue cheese with the French fries. So good. So good. Get a little of their homemade ranch to dip it in. Oh, their ranch dressing's outstanding. It's outstanding. What a, what yeah, a show we're it? having so far. We got like five minutes of football. The rest of it has been thermostats and restaurants. Love it. That's my favorite well, kind of show. Uh, again, uh, we're, we're talking positives on this show. There was a lot of negative reactions well, you know from some what? people. We've got another positive. Hit the song. All right, nothing better than a surprise commitment, and that sort of happened for Mississippi State on uh, Sunday as they flip from the Florida Gators wide receiver Creed. Is it Whitmore? Is that how we're pronouncing that? I, I I think it's Whittemore. Whittemore. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll believe you either way. Um, you know, I, I've heard some people call him Whitmore, and then the people that are in Florida, they call him Whittemore. Okay. Well, so, we'll go with Whittemore. What, yeah, what we're really uh, somebody gonna, will correct us. What we're really going to go with is Creed. Will Oswald Obama, can you take me higher? So I so, guess my question is, Robbie, is what if he flipped? What if he signs? <laughs> For his senior night, uh-huh. we need that halftime performance with the guy flying through yes. them. Yes. We got to have that. Yes. Um, man, I love this get from Mississippi State. I thought that. You know, this is one of those that Gainesville kid, by the way, he's from Gainesville, Florida. And and listen, this is two years in a row. Uh, As much as people want to, you know, kind of criticize Leach's recruiting and this staff's recruiting or whatever, they're not getting big time talent. This is two years in a row that it's been said, why are why are we wasting our time on this wide receiver? Mm -hmm. But he's last year. It was it was Dorch. Dorch. Why are we wasting our time with this guy? Why do we keep giving him a ticket to the game? He's going to Ole Miss. And I just kept hearing, no, this kid's actually really interested in Mississippi State. Sure enough, they sign him. Same thing here. I mean, why are we wasting money on an official visit with this kid? His brother plays at Florida. Family's huge Florida fans. He's from Gainesville. You have no chance of getting this kid. Mm -hmm. And literally, like, a week later, he commits to Mississippi State. Yeah. Uh, So – this is just a testament of 
Um, I, I think Steve Spurrier Jr. really doing a great job uh, recruiting. Spurrier is the guy to send in if you want to flip somebody. It appears. Yeah, and especially a wide receiver. Yeah. So, and I think I think this offense really appeals to him. There seems to be some kind of uh, discontent behind the scenes with uh, mm-hmm. the family, maybe in Florida. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, this is – I'm getting no indication that this is mutual parting of ways, as they say, um, and, and things like that. But I, j- I feel like this is a guy that can really come, he- come in here and be a dynamic receiver in the slot. Uh, Andrew Ivins, I don't know if you've been keeping up with, with his thoughts on him. I mean, this, there's nobody higher on him than Andrew Ivins, um, our guy in Florida. Uh, that's that he does a lot of <clears throat> a lot of evaluations in that state. He's seen the kid play probably more than anybody on any other network, and that's why he's rated 92 on our site. Um, and he he said, you know, a lot of people have not. If you go watch his film, you can see some things and how he nav because he's playing quarterback. You can see how he navigates the defense in the open field. You can mm-hmm. see the elusiveness. You can see the breakaway some, speed. Uh, are you so you're saying sort of some uh, what's that kid's name? Bray Hubbard. Sort of a there's a situation. little bit. There's a little bit of, of Bray Hubbard there, but very. Uh, he's a. He's got some great field vision. I love the way that he cuts. I love his open field running style, and heck, the dude could sling the ball around the yard too at quarterback. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's. I think but what, wide what receiver get, here at the next level. I think what you get from a quarterback switching to that position is a guy that knows um, where he's going. I mean, he, he, knows, he knows where his receiver is going as a quarterback. He's going to be able to transition to that just perfectly fine. And it, as I was saying, you know, Andrew, he's actually seen him perform at wide receiver at camp, and he mm-hmm. said he was just phenomenal at Florida's uh, camp that they had last summer. So, yeah. I mean, this really feels like a, another super athletic, uh, really good wide receiver that State's adding to this group. And then from the, uh, the offer list, a guy you and I had talked about in the past, and it felt like Mississippi State was not going to go that route, but now they've made some changes on the roster. or They feel like they're going to have some changes on the roster. So picking you and running back Dante Dowdle, now on the offer list, supposed to be here in two weeks when Mississippi State plays Auburn. This is a guy that will just come out. You know, we, We've said it before. If Dan Muller and Joe Moorhead were still here, he would have been one of the first commitments to this class. No question about it. He's perfect for that style of offense. But for what Mississippi State has shown this year with Dylan Johnson, the idea of getting a power back like Dante Dowdle makes a lot of sense for what we we feel is a new direction for Mississippi State with Chris Parson coming in and what he's going to add to the offense and now what they want to add to the running game. I, I know you've, you've been sort of behind the scenes. You're like, I like this offer. I think this is something State should have done in the past. I, I have to assume you, you're, do you feel pretty good about offering Dowdle and do you feel pretty good about State's chances? I love the offer. I, I just like you said. I thought they should all, should have offered him back during the spring. Um, I just I saw him play against West Point last year in the state championship, and I was sold immediately. Um, I, and I didn't really buy the well. Can he catch the football and all that stuff? And I, I don't. I, I didn't really buy that. I I just know that the dude is a really talented running back that's tough to tackle and he he's having a lot of success this year with Picayune again and he's going to be a guy that late in the year when people see him again in the state championship game because that's where they're headed 
and people see him miss out week, they're going to be asking, why did this guy not have an offer earlier? Because yeah. all indications are he grew up a state fan, um, is a player that wanted to be at Mississippi State. And I think that's probably why he's delayed things a little bit. I think state has muddied the waters a mm-hmm. little bit by bringing that is by not something that you offer. hear with Mississippi State a lot. Normally, it's the other way around. Yep. Somebody else, Ole Miss, has come in and muddied the waters. Very rarely do you hear about State doing it. That's right. Uh, I think that just that goes back to his um, his love for State growing up. So we'll see what happens. You you have to survive these next couple of weeks to get him to campus. Um, and you know the good thing is you know because Ole Miss has been listed as the team to watch here, and he committed to Oregon. And I remember us being kind of. Uh, stunned by that back during the summer whenever that mm-hmm. happened because we all thought that he was going to go to Ole Miss. So Ole Miss has kind of been in the driver's seat outside of Oregon for a while now. State has a lot of ground to make up. I like the fact that Jason Washington's on him. I think Jason Washington's one of State's best recruiters. And listen, he hadn't just just started talking to him. I mean, they've they've been in talks with him for a while now. He just got the offer. Um, so, But State has a lot of ground to make up. I think you need to treat this kid like a priority moving forward because he's good enough to really kind of do what you're seeing with Dylan Johnson, bring you a kind of a seamless transition when Dylan moves out of the way after next season. Uh, this is a guy that could come in as a red shirt freshman or whatever and provide some of that same stuff that Dylan Johnson is doing. Mm-hmm. So um, I, what, what's really changed this recruitment is the loss of uh, Katravion Hargrove. Mm-hmm. Uh, he decided to transfer. I know he's still on the team, but I'm based on everything I've heard, he's going to enter the transfer portal um, again after the season. So I'm not expecting uh, him to be back. So that means State's wanting to take two backs here to catch up. Uh, and they got Seth Davis, who I think is going to be tremendous in this offense. But change of pace a little bit and give you a different kind of back, that's what Dante Dowdle is. And you can use those two guys – uh, differently, just like you do with Jaquavius Marks and, and Dylan Johnson. Obviously, the big target for Mississippi State remaining on the recruiting trail is Isaac Smith, the safety out of uh, Fulton, Mississippi, over there at Itawamba AHS, and had been on campus three weekends in a row before last week, obviously, when State was out of town. This is sort of the same thing you you told us last year with Dorch. Like, you just got to watch what they're doing. When a kid comes to campus three weekends in a row, it feels like that that's trending a certain way. It will be very interesting to see if he's there for the Auburn game. If he is at that point, I'm going to feel pretty confident he's ended up in Mississippi State. Yeah, man, we've, we've seen this so many times uh, with kids, and it's going the opposite way for Mississippi State as well. I mean, if they're not going to take an official visit to your school, then you're probably not getting them. If they're going, if they're going to the other school every single time that they play a home game, that's probably where they're going to go. And I think he went to Ole Miss last week, but that was his first trip. You know, we'll see what comes of that. They're trying. Mm-hmm. Seems like they're trying to get back in the game with him a little bit, but it's kind of the opposite uh, as Dowdle. I mean, they've been kind of slow playing him uh, this whole time, and now they're trying to get in the game with him. So we'll see what he does against uh, Auburn. If he's on campus that weekend, then I, I think the, the everything's lining up for Mississippi State. But you got to continue to get him there and and show him that he's very much a priority. I I think that that guy is the most important player in the class. I feel like he State. is almost 
you know, coming, assuming that he comes in and works, which everything I've read about this kid is that on top of being extremely talented, he is an extremely hard worker and a good student. You know, he, he is really the, the total package. Everything I've read about him says that he is a guy who will have a chance to come in and be a starter from day one as a true freshman. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, you're losing Jackie Matthews, probably going to lose Jalen Green. Uh, we'll see on on some of the other guys, but you got to have <clears throat> safety help and you got to have dynamic players back there. And that's what this kid is. I think he's the best player in the state of Mississippi. And for Mississippi State, you need a safety, you need multiple safeties. This has got to be your guy. And they've been treating him that way. I mean, if State doesn't get him, it's just because they were just flat out beat out for his uh, his uh, signature. Yeah. Feels like if if Georgia or Alabama, one of those schools, maybe LSU makes a real push, the State would be in trouble. But right now, it feels like State is in good a good spot. Just got to got to keep recruiting, like you said. All right, let's move on into the uh, SEC picks, and that's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef it's what's for dinner. Love seeing some pictures from you guys this weekend of the beef you're cooking. Send them on. We'll be happy to retweet them and tag the Mississippi Beef Council in there too, so they know that you're you're paying attention to us. And when you head to the grocery store, pay attention to what's going on at the meat market because you want to find great cuts of meat. The guys back there they want to help you. So cultivate that relationship with your butchers, and that's that's you should have great relationships with your your children, with your wife, and with your butcher, and your barber too. For just for that record, just we'll point that out. If, you, if you've got a good butcher, if you have got somebody you can trust and say, "Hey, we got the good stuff here," that's how you you're gonna be eating good every weekend. So make it happen. Talk to your butchers. Get some beef on the grill. You will not regret that decision. Beef. It's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meat. Speaking of, of good eating, head over to Two Brothers for some of that anytime you want. Smoked wings, yes. Tacos, sure. Sandwiches, awesome. Burgers, you know it. I mean, it's just great. Everything on the menu is fantastic and top-notch. And every superlative that I can give it. So this weekend, if you're not headed to Tuscaloosa, you want to watch college football while you're here in Starville, head over to Two Brothers on Saturday night. Grab a, uh, a cold beer, grab some wings and some, some barbecue tacos, and have a good time out. It's the home of smoked southern soul food. Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great service. Every business promises it. Advantage Business Systems delivers on it, and they do it every time out. So when you buy a product from Advantage Business Systems, if you need service on that product, you're talking to the same people who sold you the product. You're not calling a call center. You're not dealing with out-of-state consultants who are trying to set up an appointment to be there whenever they can get there. No, you're talking to somebody maybe just down the road from you here in the state of Mississippi, and they can fix your problems in a lot of instances the same day. You need to get back up and running. You don't have time to wait. That's why you're going to call Advantage Business Systems. Their number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. It's like we uh, mentioned earlier, it's going to be cold and crisp outside. might be time for you guys to look into buying a new quarter zip. If that's the place, if that's the idea, then the Grove, the Grove, the Rogue. Oh Oh, God. God. What did I do? No. What's happening? Bright collar. <laughs> the He's rogue. been hacked. Richard, get out of here. <laughs> the Rogue is the place to go. Their Mississippi State line and their collegiate collection is top-notch. Great stuff. Great quality products. And they've got the logos that you want. No, no more gigantic banner M taking up half of your shirt. Talking about understated logos, M over S, 
Walking Bully, State Script, and some more cool ideas coming as the holidays get closer as well. And again, the holidays are sneaking up on you. So head to the Rogue in Jackson. ShopTheRogue.com on the interwebs. Or check them out online at, on Instagram at the Rogue JXN. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. Robbie, not a lot of games to pick here on our SEC picks. Uh, but... They, the ones the ones that matter are going to be interesting decisions for you and for me. Obviously, we'll both take Tennessee to win over UT Martin. I will say this, Robbie. Tennessee is lucky they're playing UT Martin. If they were playing anybody worth a darn, I would take the other team. But that would be the biggest letdown of all time. Yeah, like, can you imagine, like, Tennessee on the road at, like, Arkansas? Yeah, loss. Or something like that? I, I mean, mean, Kentucky, that's... loss. Yeah, no Anybody way. Anybody outside I'm of thinking. Vanderbilt and maybe Missouri, loss. They yeah, they coming they down to play from their that. FCS team. Yeah, they did. And, and and two, like, can you imagine as a fan? Like, we just went from that mm-hmm. from that atmosphere to, oh yeah, UT Martin at eleven a.m. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, you know what though? Just get it over with, get it out of your system, and then you got big games coming up. So, all right, yep. the games we're going to actually pick. We've got three of them here. 230 kick in Death Valley, Ole Miss, LSU. The line is switched on this game in one day. LSU opened as a one-and-a-half-point underdog. Now they are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, I'm going with LSU in this game, and the reason being I, I don't think Ole Miss has faced a ton of adversity this year just because they've played, um, they've played a lot of home games and their adversity has come at home. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be in a tough environment against a team that's feeling itself a little bit after beating Florida. Um, they can do some things on the defensive side of the ball to disrupt Ole Miss, I think, in that running game. I think Ole Miss is going to have just enough um, empty possessions that it's going to allow LSU to kind of take hold there in the fourth quarter. I'm going with LSU. I hate so much of what you choose to be. Why are you the way – that you are. I wanted to take LSU here, and you were going to take Ole Miss. And I was going to feel good about that. But now... I mean, you let me go first. No, I didn't let it's you go like first. A... I was just talking, and you jumped in. You're like, yeah, I'm going to take LSU. Okay, well, even better. I didn't get any kind of inkling of what you were going to do. I can't help it. I'm I, not going to pick differently from I you do just think, to help you out. I think last week, LSU kind of figured some things out. Yeah, so I'm going to take LSU as well. Okay. She's going to play defense the rest of the way, Robbie. I see what you're doing. I appreciate it. You're a Pittsburgh fan. Steel playing def- get, Me playing defense on, on the – I had no clue what you were going to pick. I'm playing defense, though. I don't know okay. how you're doing it. I don't know how. All right. I'm sorry for picking a team that's not even ranked over a top-10 team. I hear you. Playing defense. Vanderbilt defense. heads to Missouri in the hidden and plain sight 3 o'clock kick on the SEC Network. God. Could there be a worse matchup in the SEC? That's disgusting, all scummy. There, even even Vanderbilt and Missouri fans will be ignoring this game. They will. They will. I'm going to go with Missouri. Go ahead. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Um, I'm going to go with Missouri because they've looked competent in games this year. I mean, they they played well against Georgia. Vanderbilt's only been good against bad teams. Yeah. So I think Missouri wins by by a couple of touchdowns. 
So I'm going to take Missouri to win. But the spread on this is 13 and a half. I am in my group pick that I'm taking, which, by the way, four straight wins. Four straight wins for me in that. Killing it. Uh, but I'm, I, it's 13 and a half. I think it's going to be a close, ugly game. 17, 13, 21, 20, 21, 17, something like that. I love college football, but there's no way I'm watching this game. That should be a punish, like a, like a snap. Like, I'm not you watch know, people, snap. I see people with the crazy fa- fantasy football loser punishments. Th- that should be one where, like, you should have to go to that game and stay for all. Yes, four. you have I mean, to go. You have to get there like two hours before the game. Yeah. Yes, you have to be in the stadium time. two hours before kick, and you're not allowed to leave until after the final whistle. Yeah, the, I'm going to suggest that next year. Yeah. The loser of our fantasy football league has to go to Nashville. Because it'll be in Nashville. That'd be a good one. There's yeah. worse places to go. Yeah. I mean, we can all go out to Nashville and hang out. And, and then everybody else is hanging out and game. having a good time while he's that's at right. the football game. Yeah, we'll go to Broadway. He has that's to a go brilliant to idea. Missouri. That's a brilliant idea. All right, so we're both taking Missouri. Obviously, State um, Alabama is the uh, 6 o'clock ESPN game. 6.30 on SEC Network. Texas A&M versus South Carolina in Columbia. I'll go first here. I think they're gonna. I think I think they're gonna turn the switch on here for for AM. I think it, they'll be able to run the football against South Carolina. Not very good. Haynes King can move the. Haynes King when he's not throwing interceptions, he is mobile. He can run the football. But I think AM gets this one. So give me the Aggies. I'm not picking against against you on this either. And it's not because of that. I just don't. I don't believe in South Carolina at all. I think. I think Fair. at least. I think at least A&M has some things that you can look at and say, they're actually pretty good here. Like, I think their defense is pretty good. Um, I think their secondary is pretty solid. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think Spencer Rattler's very good. I, I don't think South Carolina's very good. I know they got a big win at Kentucky uh, without Will Levis, but I'm going to go with the Aggies as well. All right. So no differences for us this week. So Robbie will remain. Two games up on me going into week nine. We, we might have to, I mean, to make this more interesting in the future, mm-hmm. maybe we have to switch up how we do things. Maybe we pick You know what I'm going to say to this? Here's what I'm going to say. All right, we're not betting big money, right? We're not betting a couple grand or anything like that. We're just two guys. We, the, win, the loser has to take the winner to dinner, which means it's a good time it's had by all. So I'm not too plussed about whether I win or lose, right? Okay, then why are you complaining if I pick the same oh, game? Oh, because it makes for good radio. I saw you in the background huffing and puffing. But nobody saw that. I got I got to work myself into my character. Yeah, right. You know, I don't just show up like Ben Affleck five minutes. Oh, I got to be Henry VIII in five minutes. Hello? 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 Got it. You know? Is that what Ben Affleck does? Sure, why not? Okay. So that said... You know, people get on there like, you should do this. And you're like, how about this? We're just two guys having fun. We pick the games and that's it. So somebody's done this before. Have has complained? Yeah. Oh, all the time. We get more oh. tweets about, you guys should do this with the, and you should change it to the point spread. And it should be the winner does this or, or write them down. But no, I just don't care. So we just pick the games. The fact that somebody's complaining about it, it makes me want to stick with this. I knew, so I, I, knew changed, that was, I knew I knew I know how to push your buttons. All I had I've to do had was enough. Say. I've had yeah. enough of people complaining about what comes out of my mouth, yeah. what we're saying on here. I've had enough of it. So if it makes you mad, I'm going to continue to do it. How about that? <laughs> Plant the seeds of treachery. Damn it. 
<laughs> All right. The- Stop beating about around the bush. Call him fat. <laughs> Right. Nobody knows what you're talking about. But about I remember. If Brandon Walker's listening, he knows. He's hopefully he's that getting, was so fun. Oh my god, it was so funny. All right. Tomorrow's show, the rumblings, you know what to do. Get the questions in. Robbie and I will answer them. Uh, and then we'll talk Alabama, Mississippi State, Alabama, uh, all week on the uh on the podcast. Looking forward to it. All right, guys, have a great one for Robbie Falk. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk, Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.